queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed their WrestleMania weekend. And uh, if Casey didn't uh, catch the last episode, our recaps are going to be next week because, like I said, uh, Jolie's going to be catching up, and I'm going to be recovering. So, we'll, so we'll definitely be primed and ready to go next week. All right. So, on this episode, we are going to later have um, our tribute to Triple H because he did recently announce his in-ring in-ring retirement. Um, but first, we got to hit the indies because a friend of ours from the show is back. He's got, with this promotion, he's got all, he's got a lot of good things coming up. And then he also had a little bit of problems on his end. But Nick Irene with Russell Ray. What's up, brother? Just a little fighting the old spring fever, but I'm all good. Yeah, that's Texas weather for us, of course. All lozenges. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's like you got to take everything under the sun, of course. All right. So, I mean, I originally want to get to your April event and everything, but there's kind of like an elephant in the room or an elephant in your promotion, because unfortunately you have a champion right now without a title. Uh, yeah. So Brandon Kirk, as some might know, Brandon Kirk uh, stole the wrestler title and has it currently in New Jersey right now. Um, we have tried negotiating for him to bring it back. Uh, for a title match, if that's how he so wants to choose. But uh, the Kirks are asking for a lot of money. And uh, we are not going to negotiate the old expression. We're not going to negotiate with terrorists is uh, probably fitting for this. Oh, um, man. So if they, you know, if they get the balls and, you know, actually want to come back to Houston and, you know, defend their fake belt, because it's not their belt, it's Aaron Mercer's belt, uh, then I will gladly... Uh, bring them back all right so for those who don't know exactly what went down it was in february at bound by love uh aaron mercer had just been crowned uh the new champion after he won his title match and everything uh casey came down the ramp and distracted him while brandon hit him from behind and it started to attack him and i was there um with my husband and everything because we had, uh we had, uh sponsored the couple and everything and um, I thought they were just going to walk off, but they ran off with the title. That was oh yeah, that was, it was lovely. <laughs> yeah, they ran off. They took their rental car and they uh, bolted to the hotel, and never to be seen from again. And then I got word that at Standalone Wrestling, a promotion uh, over in the Northeast in Connecticut, uh, that Brandon Kirk somehow finagled his way to defending our title, um, even though he's not the champion, but. Uh, he's defending against Marco Stunt, 
on, well, quote, defending it against Marco Stone, May 21st on IWTV. So, Marco, if you happen to beat beat up uh, Brandon Kirk, uh, there's a title match waiting for you, bud. A real title match. Okay. I need a little little education on this and everything. So, whenever another promotion's uh, belt is defended on a Defended, defended elsewhere and everything. It's like, how does that usually get set up and stuff like that? I mean, does the champ, does the champion, quote unquote, set that up, or do they have to go through like the original promotion or stuff like that? Well, we have a good relationship with the people over at Standalone, and they had told us that uh, Brandon Kirk was, uh, you know, telling everyone that he was the WrestleWare champion, and uh, obviously he's not. But they told him that he was the WrestleWare champion, and. He's now defending our belt as a as a giant middle finger, I guess, to us. Oh well, that's all. Gosh. That's all, Brandon Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Okay, so and it's like they want like an obscene amount of money, but it, did they ask for any other requests besides money? Uh, limo service, you know, you know, all sorts of just ridiculous, ridiculous, uh, ridiculous additions that uh, they probably have never gotten in their lives um but they think that since we they have our belt that they uh have the leverage and uh quite frankly they don't have the leverage we can we still have aaron mercer as a champion in fact at our jack of all trades show um we didn't have the title present but aaron mercer and t-ray went out there and had a hell of a match in the main event and didn't have the belt didn't need the belt it's uh the belt at the end of the day is just an object it's just the championship of being the best in our promotion is more the bragging rights. Amen to that. Amen to that. Julie, would you say that possession's nine tenths of the law? Yeah, they keep yeah on, it's true. Yeah, they keep saying that, but uh, you know, I have avoided going to the cops and you know telling police and you know, <laughs> I've avoided doing that. Uh, uh, let me just tell you something right there. Just Jersey cops ain't gonna do shit. Probably you would have to hire Pinkertons or some shit, like some bounty hunters to get that off of them. Jersey well, cops ain't going to give a fucking shit about some... Te- they hate Texans. I can tell you that right now. I've met many Jersey cops that hate Texans. So they'll be on the Kirk side. I'll just let you know that right now. Oh, well, God. The, bounty hunter, the bounty hunter idea doesn't sound like a bad idea either. So, we'll I mean, um, I mean, there is... Isn't there a, another Jersey native that you could probably have go after him? Like... um. Isn't Bougie from Jersey? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we could definitely do that, but, uh, you know, take I want to his takeover crew. Mercer's told me a bunch of times he doesn't, he wants to be the one that takes out the Kirks. So, okay. He wants so, to be the one. So, so it's all, it's all a matter of getting them back to Texas. Yeah. They'll be back. I guarantee they'll be back at some point. Mm. All right. Well, we did invite the Kirks on here uh, to kind of uh, discuss this with with you a little bit further. Unfortunately, they had to decline our invitation because they had shows this weekend. And I've also reached out, I've also reached out to them uh, for a statement or a message. And as of this recording, I've not received anything yet. So that's that's pretty, that's pretty typical. I mean, if anything comes through, if anything comes through before uh, we finish recording uh, the end of the show, even after you go off and everything, I'll let you know so you can listen back to the show and see what they have to say. But um, yeah, yeah, as of right now, I haven't gotten the statement of official message from them about what's going on. They all sound like it. (laughs) 
sounds like it. Sounds like it. Sounds sounds like it. All right. Well, let's talk, let's talk about something uh, a little bit more positive and everything. Uh, end of April, uh, Death Triad. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. That's what is, gonna be fun. what is it with you in the death matches? Well, actually, our our thing is we kind of want to mellow down on the death matches, so we figured that why don't we just get all our, all our death matches out of the way in one show <laughs> and make it feel more special. Oh man, the it, it's like Kayla. I don't know if you had, like had a chance to like uh, look this up and everything, but it's like it's a death match tournament, not just one match. It's like a death match tournament. One death match is bad enough. Let it know and trying to go through multiple of them, but that would be interesting though. <laughs> Something definitely to see continue through the pattern. But more power to the people. Be safe. Be careful. And I couldn't see myself doing it. <laughs> definitely not. Well, yeah, most most normal people I don't think would want to do it. But I don't even that, care if but... I had. I don't even care if I had Cat and Jolie in my corner or backing me up or something. I still don't think I want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's not for me either, but, you know, hey, they want to do it, and, of course, the winner of it, of the nine people in it, um, so the way it goes is there's three triple threat matches, uh, winners go to the final triple threat match, and the winner is uh, the new number one contender. Um, okay, but is- at Jack of All Trades, though, you uh, you uh, you spin the wheel, and people actually got to pick uh different stipulations for each match yeah so we did the uh you know the old school raw roulette wheel uh for the match stipulations that ended up being a stony only funhouse match which is uh you know essentially like i assume if children wanted to do a death match this would be essentially what they would want to do so legos and all sorts of other horrible horrible toys i don't know if anyone's ever stepped on a lego here but they hurt like hell <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's going to be essentially that match the other matches are going to be the knocking on heaven's door match death match as you can tell i'm a big guns and roses fan so that's obviously one okay uh but essentially there'll be doors with all sorts of fun items wrapped around those doors <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and uh then it was i'm trying to remember off the top of my head it was the stone it was the fun house because i know the finals is gonna oh so the the next the next first round match will be the uh, Jello Shot Jake's Thumbtack Hell, which is everyone has to take a Jello Shot every two minutes, and the ring is covered in thumbtacks. So try not to get too drunk and pass out in the thumbtacks. Oh fuck no! I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, what's the final match one? Finals is Home Disimprovement. So essentially, all the lovely things you can find at Home Depot. <laughs> oh gosh. You really got me intrigued to watch this now, just because of. And it was oh, like, we got, and we got and some was, sick fuckers in this too. There's some sick fuckers in this tournament. And it was the sponsors who came up with this, the stipulations. Uh, the funhouse match, yes, and the doors match, yes. Those were the sponsored match and the jump shot, yeah. So those came up with the. That's what we got from that. So, you know, who am I to who am I to doubt the the fans and the sponsors on what they want to see. Oh my god! Wow! If I if if my husband and I go to this and everything, I gotta give him a fair warning. I'm like, this might be a little cray cray. <laughs> yeah, I would advise. I would advise, uh, you know, bringing like a little, you know, like how Michael Cole like had like the little coal mine thing, the little setup, the little coal mine setup. I would recommend getting one of those. And there's gonna be <laughs> blood, guts, 
body parts or whatever you whatever you can think of. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty violent, especially if you look at the lineup of people uh, that we have uh, coming in for this. Hello, nine one one. I'd like to report a murder, multiple. Hey, whoever wins this tournament is gonna really earn it. So that's why we put a title match on the line. It's like you deserve a title match if you win this. The least yeah, we can do. Give them a couple months to recover, though. <laughs> they deserve right. fucking free right. medical Somebody care for that shit. <laughs> nah, these guys, these guys and one girl are used to it. Are you oh, sponsored man. by I... any hospitals or blood banks? <laughs> you would think, huh? Oh my god! Any, yeah, any hospitals or uh, urgent care facilities sponsoring any of this shit? <laughs> Uh, no, but we do have one EMT backstage, so we do have that. Oh, one. <laughs> yeah. You, you should also hold a blood drive before this, too, because they're going to need it afterwards. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll make sure that everyone is as safe as humanly possible. Fully hydrated and stuff and yeah. well-nourished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so who are the sick, crazy fuckers that uh, volunteered for this? Uh, well, yeah. Volunteer is, a, is the word we'll use. Um, Chris Carter, as many of y'all know, uh, um, he's uh, he's very silly. So he, of course, will want to do this. Uh, Luchador Insane, as some people, he goes by Insane now. Um, he's a uh, he was at our first Wrestle Rape show. Some people remember him. Uh, Arrow Boy, the Mexican Deathmatch star, um, we'll bring him in. Uh, Sawyer Wreck, of course, uh, you know. The lone female. I wanted to give the uh, females a little bit of representation. Um, right. Then it will be MC, or Hello Hardbody, MC Hardbody, as some of y'all might know. Uh, John Wayne Murdoch uh, is probably the most recognizable name in the tournament. Okay. And then Dimitri Alexandrov, uh, Sam Stackhouse, and Sky De La Cremosa. Ooh, okay. Now, my. Uh... My husband's uh, becoming a big fan of uh, Chris Carter and everything. So, and uh, Stack Stackhouse for, for big big guy and everything, he's like what he's very agile and everything, and boy, he can move. So it's like more power to him on that. So, yeah, and he credits to him. He's going to take on a death match. So that's uh, you know you don't get to see that very often with uh, Mr. Stackhouse. <laughs> so besides the besides the triple the tournament and everything, you have anything else planned for the event or not yet or uh undercard matches. Uh we have a sponsor that's sending our sending us a, a nice attraction match of Dustin Waller and Get a Real Sky. And as well as the uh Wrestle Rave Championship uh will be Aaron Mercer and Ryan Davidson going at it for the Wrestle Rave Championship. Nice, nice. And whether or not we'll see the title again in back in Texas, we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Oh man! Wait, wait. Me- what? No, never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, remind me of the date. I forgot. It's end of April. I just forgot the date. April thirtieth. April thirtieth. Gotcha, you can gotcha. go to our Twitter at WrestleRave HTX. The Eventbrite link is up in there. Um, and you can uh, get uh, get all your tickets. Uh, we're going to make a T-shirt. Um, Jello shots will be re- readily available. We'll have food vendors. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, if you and if you're into watching people mutilate each other for the sake of your entertainment, this is your kind of show. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. 
All right, Nick, thanks for coming on again. It was great to, it was great to talk to you and everything. And uh, like I said, if, if we hear anything from the Kirks, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll let you know. Appreciate that. Nah, definitely. Rest up, buddy. Hope you feel better. Thank you. I will. I will. All right. Oh, man, it's always a good it's always good to talk to him and stuff like that and jolly it's like like he's, it's like i know you've been a big fan of that twitter war oh i'm absolutely loving it but you know i i didn't realize that you know brandon was such a pussy he couldn't make a little bit of time to come on yeah brandon i called you a pussy yeah i did i have no qualms <laughs> with calling you out well i, I mean oh. i've already i've already offered casey multiple implements of destruction for their uh their their fight coming up so yeah i can't believe they're actually going like how the hell they get them to agree to a match against each other well i mean mia yim has fought keith lee multiple times that's true but it's like that was way before they were married though still i mean you have to understand sometimes you just need to get aggression out like when i'm at my work and i see people struggling and they're with their significant others i'll pull the woman to the side i'm like what does he do that pisses you off and everything starts clicking and then they hit a bullseye. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Damn. You, you just, you just need to get some aggression out. And, you know, unfortunately their way of getting aggression out is through death matches, apparently. Yep. Aye, aye, aye. But Definitely seriously, not- um, can, can any hospital sponsor that event? Because I swear to God, you're just going to need docs in ER on standby. Yeah, I don't, it's like the arena's not that big. And so it's just like, I don't know how they're going to squeeze all this, but we'll see. Poncho, bring ponchos. <laughs> right, for real. Okay. They so... should sell blood spatter ponchos. <laughs> Nick, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this episode back, there's a take, there's a takeaway for you. I don't know if Jolie will want commission from it, but. <laughs> No, no. Autograph poster, that's it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we've been talk we talked about we, we brought this up last week and we said we were gonna do this today because last week's uh episode was very jam-packed and everything. But on a recent episode of Stevens A Stevens A Stephen A's World um on ESPN, uh, he did an interview with Triple H. It was like the first time Triple H really spoke about everything that had been happening over the last couple of years and stuff like that, especially with his health condition and, and his scare and everything. And he did announce that his in-ring career would be over, especially because of he has something in his chest now and it's just, it's too much for it. It would be too much going forward. And so this brings the end to a wonderful historic career, 14 time world champion. And it's going to, I mean, he's definitely going to be a two-time Hall of Famer, of course. So, uh, Kayla, what was your reaction about when the first news first hit? Um, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when because, I mean, he has been struggling with the health issues. And then when he had the issue with the chest, it was just a matter of time. Um, he's definitely, you know the one that you grow up to watch. Cause I know he was definitely still till this day, one of my faves. Um, it's just, 
I'm just glad that he's retiring in in-ring competition now before it's too late because I really hate for him. A lot of wrestlers to this day said they would rather die in that ring than any other way, but um, I'm glad that he decided to step down, that he's taken his health serious, and he's going to do everything he can to continue to be part of WWE, NXT, the best way he can. Um, it shocked me, but like I said, I knew it was coming. So Triple H, whatever you have up your sleeve, take NXT back from your dad or whoever is running it. Um, but just just enjoy life, relax, take, um, spend time with your family. Um, will I miss you in the in-ring? Yes, most definitely. Because um, you always put one on a good hell of a show regardless and I won't forget the time you had that match cat might hate me for this one but I knew it was coming um Wrestlemania match with uh Batista where he um I was looking at my friend and my mom at the time and I said he goes what's he going to do with the pliers oh that's a nice nose ring and he yanks it out every time I think of that or see clips about it it just makes you chuckle like really (laughs) I mean I mean it's just he's put on Great matches, hell of a matches, single um, with DX, Evolution, just everything. Um, right. It's just phenomenal commentary. Um, what you've done with NXT, it's like I said, you might continue because I know um, you're definitely not done helping the division and the newcomers and the current stars that's still there because just seeing everyone from AEW independent circuit everyone just open arms and just thanking them mm-hmm. thanking Triple H for everything they've done because 100% thing we could probably agree on is Triple H at one point has impacted some well, every wrestler inside WWE or outside in some time in their life and heck right. he's even he's impacted us as wrestling fans you know one of your icons and idols that you look up to right so um but uh, Triple H, enjoy your time out of in-ring competition. What's next for you, regardless of what you're doing? Got my support and uh, look forward to see what's next. All right, Jolly. Oh, wait. Um, make sure you retire Sledgehammer. No one else can use it. There you go. <laughs> there, you go. there you go, for real. All right, Jolly. All right, so Triple H was a five-time Intercontinental Championship, a three-time World Tag Team Championship, a two-time European champion, a 14-time world champion. He made him the seventh uh, Triple Crown winner and a second Grand Slam champion. He's won the Royal Rumble twice and a King of the Ring. Dude has a legendary resume. Trained by one of the best in Killer Kowalski. And even though I hate the fact that his relationship with Stephanie hurt China, I really hope that somehow they have made peace with that and will do the right thing and put her in the hall of fame solo. But when I think of triple H, I don't think of heel triple H. I don't think of authority triple H. I don't think of NXT triple H. I think of DX triple H DX is the best fucking faction ever. All of the jokes with him and Sean you know, the giant cock, the spray painting of the plane, dressing like Vince and and Shane, 
dropping porta potty shit all over the Spirit Squad and Vince. Everything that they did. Um, complete classic. I remember being at a Raw when it was when Jericho was still there. Jericho and the Big Show were a tag team, and I was pretty close. It was up at the Mohegan Sun in in, um, in Wilkesboro, and I mean, unfortunately, the Pittsburgh Steelers were there, and you know, me being me was screaming "fuck you, Ben Roethlisberger" because I do not like the man. But you know, you always do a cheap pop for that, but. I still don't understand why they went with the Pittsburgh Steelers and not the Philadelphia Eagles because we're closer to fucking Philly and not Pittsburgh. So that kind of pissed me off, but you know, it is what it is. But then just, you know, it was him and Sean as DX and Jericho was trying to cheat and trying to leave and the fucking starting lineup of the front line for the Pittsburgh Steelers stands at the top of the ramp, not letting them leave the arena. And then the big show getting tossed out right in front of me, like at a timekeepers thing. And, just, you know, just getting a high five triple H when they were, you know, going around, you know, him loving the fans, whether he's a heel or a face, he always mm-hmm. loves and respects the fans. I mean, I think I remember the one time this little kid was growling at him and, you know, he was trying to fight this little kid in the crowd and Sean was trying <laughs> to stop it. It was just, he is just an amazing, amazing man. Um, am I sad that we're never going to see him in ring again? Yeah, but I could see him giving a pedigree or two to somebody. I mean, that's oh, not yeah, of course. that much exertion. But who do you give it to? I don't know. Maybe t- maybe uh, Nick Khan for all the bullshit he's done at NXT. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, if we get Triple H back as a producer, as a writer, as authority, just to switch things up, because I love Sonya, but she needs to be back in ring. Yeah, I need her back dominating the ring and Adam needs somebody to go against him and you know we need another big ass bald ass bitch to go against him and who well better than Triple H (laughs) not calling him a bald ass bitch but you know just somebody had to talk about Bobby Lashley and it just stuck in my head you're welcome Yeah, (laughs) but no um Triple H will always be one of my favorites. Uh, I, I'm, it sucks I never got to actually meet him. Uh, I don't think I, I had to make a choice between him and Stephanie and Charlotte, and I chose Charlotte. Because um, I do want to meet Stephanie and Triple H one day. Stephanie, definitely, just because of the fact that she is so powerful for women. But she needs to do a better job in her own company to try to propelling more women's storylines. Just saying stuff. But other than that, you know, I'm hopefully this new chapter in his life will get him back to the roots of NXT, getting it back. Don't get me wrong. 2.0 has been great. And, you know, this really just does push that whole concept that WWE does not know how to make superstars because nobody knew who Carmelo Hayes was. Mm hmm. Nobody really knew who 
Braun Breaker, aka Rex Steiner, was. Uh, D'Angelo, the fuck, you know, the Creed brothers, like they're making stars down there. There are some legitimate badasses coming up. So if he can go back to that, I'd be all happy for him to to go back and do what he does best, and that's motivate, inspire, and push the newer talent. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Paul, for everything that you have done. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Jolie. So, what has been your favorite match or moment of his? If you need to stew on it, I'll go back to Kayla. It's actually a favorite moment. Okay. And it was when it was off camera, but they recorded it. And it was when Connor the Crusher pinned him. Oh, I love that. I just, you know, what they do for kids, especially, you know, with the Make-A-Wish and all that. um, That would be my favorite moment for him. Um, Favorite match is going to be very tough. um, But honestly, one of my favorite entrances was when he came out on the throne at wrestlemania Mm -hmm. with charlotte sasha and alexa yeah and my favorite match was him versus undertaker with sean Shawn michaels as the referee okay even though he lost that was still one of my favorite matches and moments because you saw all three walk out together and hold each other's arms up so it's like you know the most ultimate respect and um dx will always be my favorite faction even though evolution was good i just i have a tough time swallowing anything with flair in it Mm -hmm. to be perfectly honest right (sighs) No, it's like I, I, it's like I started watching wrestling act like after Evolution all broke up and everything, so I never really got to experience like the whole gist with everything. Um, yeah, DX was always funny to watch, and the hijinks were absolutely ridiculous. I always harken back. If I've said I've said this before on the show, like a few times and everything, but it's like I always remember the first. It's like to the first first pay per view I ever watched. The mat, the main event match was Triple H, Batista, Hell in a Cell for uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, and so it's like that was just like my first taste of uh, Triple H and everything. And it's like, uh, it's like I always that match will always like stick out to me the most. Not necessarily my favorite, but it's like that match always sticks out to me the most because it was like part of the first pay per view I ever watched. I mean, hell, we also saw his quads fucking explode on national TV, too. Yeah, that, I mean, that, when he returned from his quad injury and everything, it's like, that's still on the countdown for, like, one of the biggest returns. It was the biggest return until Edge. Oh, God, yeah. When he came back and nobody knew he was, like, when he was coming back, you know, that just blew my mind, like, how fucking epic that was. Right. I mean, the whole jean jacket, the sledgehammer, no prisoners. But favorite theme? Motorhead. One (laughs) fucking percent motorhead. Definitely. For sure. 
Ay, ay, ay. All right, Kayla, your favorite match or moment? Um, I'm going to give you a match or moment. I actually was thinking about the whole Triple H getting pinned by Connor the Crusher when Julie brought up. Because, I, like I said, like she said, that was just the cutest and most amazing thing ever. Um, anyway, getting as far as favorite match, only because I'm going to say this. It would have to be March of 2008 on Monday Night Raw when he went up against Orton because that was kind of like two. When I first got into wrestling, those were like the two faves that I really liked. And the fact seeing them going back and forth on Monday Night Raw kind of just sparked it up some more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, just anything he's done, like I said, like Joey said, it's going to be hard. You can't really just choose one. But right. anything he ever did with DX was awesome. Um glow six coming in saying suck it and everything else and whoa 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 sean that's not appropriate for live tv you know it's just like <laughs> just you know different things even when they were getting inducted into the hall of fame they were trying to you know be dx but triple h was like no 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 right. so um but i mean there's just so much more he can do in yeah. outside of that ring and i know hopefully I'm not wishing death on the poor man. We know it's going to happen. But Vince McMahon, maybe once, you know, he wants to step down or he's no longer with us, kind of hoping Triple H will take over. You know, something just, but because there would be so much more stuff that he can do to help build that up. Like Jolie said, go back to NXT, work with, you know, those people. Look who we've gotten, you know, or heck, go kick Nick Khan out of the seat and say, I'm taking over. Mm-hmm. you know something but there's right. just so much more he can do heck talk to your wife get her to boost the women's division up because i mean they're doing great right now but there's more that could happen amen so i mean there's just so much more he can do and like i said before the beginning when we were talking you know he's made impact on everyone and it's not over regardless of what he's next step exactly and speaking of Orton one of the storylines that always stood out to me is like that time up to leading up to uh Wrestlemania 25 and everything when like Orton was going after the entire man family and then it was like after he um after he did an RKO and stuff it's like that got Triple H involved and then it's like Triple H went ended up going to Randy's house and it was just like back and forth oh yes yes yeah and then it kind of accumulated at a at a WrestleMania and everything. So it's like that storyline always sticks out. His, what is too. his ex-wife? He jumped over the couch. Samantha, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, <laughs> no, I'm going to be that. Raw and stuff is good, but you think about like all those moments, how they used to do stuff like that. That is when it was awesome. Even more awesome than what is today. You know, yeah. just the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, spice up a little bit more. Actually, back then it was not PG, so... <laughs> it was awesome that was awesome no definitely for sure ah yes the infamous moments when he would ask the women to show him his show them her their tits (laughs) boobies oh god oh i remember like that uh time that reading uh like 2006 i think um dx uh first got back together and like that first raw afterwards and everything it's like their version of DX is, is like Sean's was like them was like the little guys and then like uh 
Triple H was the female cheerleaders and stuff. And before, uh, before it's like they got to like take it off their bras and everything. That's when Spirit Squad came out and stuff. <laughs> I know. I, I hated the moment that it happened, but one thing that just flipped in my head is it was matter of fact the night that Seth turned on Ambrose and Reigns, where he just comes out and says, "When option A fails, there's always an option B," and he twists the yeah the sledgehammer up. It's just like always, just there's always option B. <laughs> so you know it's just there's just so many different things we could sit here and name we could probably talk all day about different things with triple h which right on oh, different version of spirit squad not a dance on but yeah no it's like it's like there's one thing or another like all over the years but either either way you slice it it's like in ring backstage it's like he's had a huge impact on the wrestling world and like even as an executive executive producer you know he's definitely got more to do but of course health and family is definitely first and foremost so it's like definitely don't come back to full-time working until you're absolutely ready but um no it's like it's like i put on the twitter it's like from all of us we definitely want to say thank you triple h for an amazing in-ring career and who knows it may be him and batista headlining the hall of fame next year in los angeles you never know who knows Hmm. <laughs> all right uh kayla any final thoughts before we get on out of here mm, uh, no um other no i think i'm good like i said we could talk forever about his different moments but i don't want to do that so <laughs> <laughs> but thank you everything you've done triple h i will say that and i know it don't stop here right jolly um Let's see. No, I'm actually pretty good. I've said everything I need to say. Um, sorry, this episode's so short, but it is what it is. <laughs> and uh, yes, Brandon, me calling you a pussy while is in character. It's just trying to get you on our show. So just so you know that. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just being a heel. Nah, we love the Kirks. And, oh, God, um... yeah. Yeah, we absolutely love the Kirks and everything. And uh, can't wait to see what it's like. I know they're getting their stuff ready for their couple's invitational in August and everything. So it's like, can't wait. Can't wait to see the actual card when that comes out. Man. Oh, all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.